Well, hi everyone, it's Rob Evans. Welcome to Rob Evans 365, day number 532. And I have literally just got back into my car after the trip back home. I've had a a 16 hour flight back from Los Angeles and uh, went through customs very, very quickly. So much more efficient here in Melbourne, Australia compared to Los Angeles, they've removed uh, maybe one or two aspects of human intervention and it's been automated, so that has dramatically sped up the process getting out. And I was out um, nice nice and early. So it's, uh, it's about 11 a.m. Melbourne time. Um, I had an unbelievable flight these these huge buses that go through the air and they're so smooth and I probably got the most sleep that I've had on an international flight ever. Maybe this is one of the benefits of uh, departing so late at night. So I think we would have been up in the air around 11pm last night or I was supposed to leave at 10.50 but you know by the time you're out there for a bit. I'd say probably 11pm. And I'd only had three hours sleep uh, for that whole day. And, um, you know, I was tired, but I thought, you know what, I've got to stay up till about 3.30 to get back into synchronicity with the time zone now. Uh, now, the f- I mean, it's just not, it's just not easy to sleep in, in one of those, you know, small, tight seats. Luckily, no one was sitting, I always get the aisle seat where possible especially on international flights so I can get up and stretch and go fill up my water bottle uh, as I I need to and so forth Uh, so I uh, and there was no one in the middle Uh, so that meant that there was you just weren't as cramped you know so I could stretch my legs out a little bit and I've only got little legs but even for me I don't know how tall people cope I really don't in those spaces anyway and uh, yeah, I reckon I probably got broken sleep of about, I don't know, it must have been about six hours, I think. Five to six hours, which is more than I've been getting uh, the whole the whole time I've been over in LA. So um, I was grateful for that. It was happened over about four different periods. Uh, but I don't feel comp- like I'm tired, but I don't feel exhausted right now. Um, I know that I need to uh, get out and walk and move and probably do some squats because my butt feels like it's fallen asleep and of course now I'm sleeping I'm sleeping sitting again Uh, but oh man it's been such a whirlwind week and I have to say I miss it I miss LA already I miss uh, the people I miss the uh, the atmosphere that was generated through the event uh, and yeah, I don't know what I've already said but I am going back next year and I, um, I did a post uh, just before actually while I was standing in, queue, in the queue actually it wasn't a post it was a response to uh, one of JT's posts and I, he said that, you know how he's uh, missing us and I said that I was missing uh, missing it all too, missing the people, missing the experience, and said, was it too early to say I can't wait till next year? It's only like another 360 60 days away. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's hard to come down off an event like that. Uh, but I'm going to tell you what my strategy is uh, shortly. But I think the, the title of today's podcast is going to be I'm Missing... I'm missing you, LA, uh, because it's just a phenomenal experience, and you wish you could maybe not have that experience every day of your life because it would be incredibly tiring, only living off three hours of sleep, uh, but every day. Um, but it's that that atmosphere and being able to have more time to network with more people, and you just become a greater person because. There's so many great businesses in there. And you just never know. You just never know who you're going to sit next to and how you can share ideas um, and just share friendships. 
um, share things in common. Uh, so yesterday, I don't know whether I had a, a chance to close this out uh, yesterday or not uh, from uh, the last podcast, uh, but I went to Disneyland yesterday and, well, it's Wednesday here. This is the confusing part. It's Wednesday now here in Australia. I went on Monday and I left early in the morning and, man, there were... Um, I, did a, uh, I did a Facebook Live of it, so you can, you can jump on that and have a look at or what I did while I was in Disneyland. But there were hundreds of thousands of people there early in the morning, queuing up. I was lucky I got there a little bit earlier, so I wasn't too far back in the queue. And once they open up all the gates, I mean, bang, you're streaming fairly quickly. Uh, but I think, uh, like, a, a fantastic experience. I mean, I, I, didn't, I didn't go on any rides or anything like that. It was really just walking through the place to, you know, ex- get that experience. And... Uh, I what I was uh, thinking as I was going around is boy I'm tired I'd had well I had three hours sleep and uh, yeah I was so energised by the time I got there and I was there for a few hours and I was feeling so great and so energised and it was kind of like I hit the Disneyland wall of fatigue and oh pardon me uh, then I felt like I was dragging my butt everywhere. It was it was uh, a really tough gig just um, getting around. Uh, so I was there for about how long was I there for? About six hours, something like that. And it was getting busier and busier. It's just ridiculous. And a couple of rides there: the Indiana Jones ride and the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. I mean, the queues through that were just ridiculous. Some of the rides were 85 minute wait times and uh, I'm not really into the rides. So, you know, I was just thinking about, uh, you know, where I can take the kids next year, um, you know, which, I'm going to take them back for Christmas, uh, which rides they could go on and, you know, which ones I would go on with them because I, I, I get dizzy and just going on, you know, those little kiddie rides that go round and round quite fast uh, yeah, I could probably do one of those and I'm done for the day. Like, it really does affect me. So I was trying to work out which ones I could go on with the kids and which ones I could let them go on by themselves. Uh, so, yeah, so that was Disneyland. Um, I did a bunch of work in the airport last night. I recorded a few videos, did a few recordings. Um, I did some marketing as well and then I decided that once I got on the plane I wasn't going to do any work I was just going to probably watch a couple of movies and then try and get some sleep oh pardon oh excuse me that seemed to work uh, quite well um, I can't even remember what I watched I watched a, a couple a couple of movies and that, that were alright it's nothing awesome coming back in uh, to uh, Melbourne today. Uh, the last one I watched was Rides Like a Girl, which is a true story uh, based on Michelle. Uh, oh gee, I can't remember her surname. Anyway, uh, Michelle, someone, and Jay, she was the first woman to win the Melbourne Cup. And look, we, we've all got a story, and I'm sure uh, you know if Hollywood got hold of each and every one of our stories, then they could make a great, great movie. But a very, uh, you know, compelling story, very inspiring, um, shed a few tears, I have to say, some sad moments in there, and also just emotional moments through adversity. I mean, we've all been through adversity, and when you see, you see somebody come from, uh, everybody loves an underdog, and that's what she was, you know, she was, uh, she was an underdog, uh, so it was good to see her. I see her in that movie. Well, see her story in that movie, I should say. And watch a couple of other ones. Some sick one. Well, a sick one in there. What was it called? Um, Ready or Not. Don't bother watching that one. I'll give you the heads up. Uh, I watched it when you're on a plane for that long and, you know, you think, oh, geez, what am I going to watch? It was kind of interesting. And then it just went a bit, oh, okay. Is that what you're going to do? Um, I watched most of the Fast and the Furious one, the, the latest one. Then I fell asleep and 
you know what, the movie wasn't that compelling. I didn't feel like I needed to go back and rewatch the end of it. But that was my strategy. Um, I had, well, this drink bottle I'm drinking now is the fifth bottle. This is 600 ml, so this would be three litres of water. I had a bottle of Powerade uh, before I got on the plane, and then I've had uh, five, four more bottles since this one's almost gone too. So I feel well hydrated. Um, I had some, some good snacks. And so I think I got through the flight pretty well under the circumstances. And now what I want to talk to you about is, you know, when you go away on, this wasn't a holiday, obviously, because of the, you know, I, I didn't have any free time. It was the networking and the, you know, growing relations and so forth. Um, JT, my coach, he always says, you know, you will probably be a bigger celebrity outside your own country. And I can see that that's true for me as I get the book uh, pub, uh, well, released in bookstores in the US in May next year. Um, such an exciting period of time because it, it, there's so much of the unknown. You just don't know what is going to happen. You know, at the, the bookstore is just going to say, you know what, this seems like rubbish or we'll give it a go and it sells no copies or it, it takes off, uh, who knows. But one of the things that I certainly noticed this year at, at Mega Success was, uh, certainly compared to last year, um, I've done a lot more things in this last uh, 12 months in terms of my marketing, my branding and so forth. And to be walking around and have people stop and recognize you and say, oh, I follow you, and um, you know, I like your uh, like your podcast or whatever. People that I've some that I've met before, uh, some that I've never met before, and they've just recognised me, and I've asked to have their photo taken with me. It's like that's really quite uh, something that I'm not used to. Uh, so, obviously, no one in Australia does that, um, but over there in that community, there's a lot more people. So well, another one of the reasons why I wanted to go back next year because I think, well, in the time that I've got between now and then, if I've done all that I've done in this last 12 months, imagine what it is that I can accomplish over this next 12 months in terms of my branding and everything else that I'm doing. And again, because of the fact that I met Jeff last year, the book's been published, single biggest thing I've done in my life, I think. Uh, that, of course, warrants going back because I don't yet know what this year is going to bring me. As in, I say this year, even though we're at the end of November, about hits December. I mean, this next 12 months between this mega success and the next mega success, what is that going to mean for me? What's it going to bring? Um, that's the... That's what I'm meaning there. And uh, if I do nothing else but go over and network with people and, and learn great content, then I think that's been a, another great year. I mean, this year, uh, just catching up with the people that I met last year uh, was really valuable. Uh, the, the new connections that I've formed this year and friendships... Um, they will take me, you know, further into next year as well. So it's just an exciting time. So now the question is, as I started to say before, when you come back from a holiday, let's just say it was a holiday, you come back from a holiday and it can take you, what, a week maybe to get back into your work because it's like, okay, well, you know, you're still in holiday mode and it took you a bit to unwind and now you've got to ease your way back into it psychologically because you're still you know mentally back on your holiday and uh, you know I can't afford to be doing that I mean I run a business so I need to be able to jump straight back in and that starts at 5.30am tomorrow morning now I I'm uh, got a this is one of the things that I I can, no, I'll come back to that what I set myself up uh, to do while I was on the plane uh, but what I need to do is 
I've taken, you know, 250, 300 pages of notes and I've three asterisked the key points. So what I need to do pretty quickly is to go through all my notes again and take out all those three-star action points and put them on an action list so that I say, that okay, I need to action these over the next seven days. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm going to have them all completed in seven days, but it certainly does mean that I've got to make sure that I've scheduled it to be completed at a, a future date or I've passed it off to, uh, you know, like Elizabeth or an admin person or something like that so that uh, I can keep the momentum going. Because we're about to head into, you know, a busy time of the year as far as people's social calendars go, but we're also about to hit in probably really only another three weeks the quietest time in the fitness industry certainly in Australia uh, because people start to dramatically back off what it is that they're doing and they'll come up with reasons as to why that is whether it's you know social functions and um, you know Christmas engagements and all that kind of stuff and then it's holidays and then you know people go away and you know they don't get started back until the end of January or early February. So when you come back from a big conference like this with so many action points, I can guarantee you this, probably 95% plus of people will never look at their notes again that they took at this conference. Now I was just blown away by how few people were actually taking notes at the conference, uh, but um, also, now this might sound silly, but the types of notepads or paper that people were taking notes on just tells me that these people are never going to look at these notes again. You know, they'll probably get home, they might flick through it, or it'll go on the bottom of a drawer somewhere, and they just won't refer to it again. Um, that's why you want to get you know, a good quality notebook that you're going to, it's going to be something that you keep. And note taking is a real, a real art, but I'm not going to cover that here today. I've spoken about it before. So I need to do that over the next seven days. Um, and so what I did while I was on the plane, I said, okay, so these next two days, so today's Wednesday. So for today and Thursday, I wrote down um, all the things. So my, you've heard me talk about my success outcomes today. I use uh, the little app. I'll remind you of it again. It's called Dairo. So the word diary, but take off the Y and add an O on the end. It's a free one. I just use that because I find that it's, well, one, it's free, but it's very easy to, to use. Now you'd say, well, why don't you use your Google Calendar? And I find that uh, your, your key points can get lost in, well, they can get lost in my Google Calendar. It depends what you have in your Google Calendar, but you should have everything planned out because I've talked about that before, like every half hour of your day planned out. I find that uh, for this part of my planning process for the day, that it's better to have it outside of Google and then I use that list to then block out those times in my calendar. Now, I couldn't block out those times in my calendar while I was on the plane because my calendar is now on, an, well, it's back now, but it was on a different time, time frame and I thought... Because I shared the calendar over this last week or so with Elizabeth, if I put my stuff in there, then uh, while I'm in the plane, who knows how that is going to mess things up with the times and stuff. So I thought, no, I'm not going to bother doing that. So what I then do is I take those, those tasks and I, or outcomes and I then block out in half-hour blocks those tasks to make sure that they're done. So then I can compare the lists and say, well, okay, these are all the things that I said I was going to do. Have I now included all of those in my, my schedule? Because what is easy to do is, you know, you put things in your calendar and then it's like, oh, well, yeah, I'll just do those things. But then you've forgotten that actually some of the key things that you wanted to get done today, you haven't put in your calendar yet. So you need to have a rethink and say, okay, uh, some of the things I've left off, are they a higher priority? Or... I need to uh, focus a little bit more, trim some time off here or there uh, so that I can get these things done because these were the things that you said were the key success outcomes for you today.
so, so that's what I was doing. So I can tell you that today, uh, because in what time is it now? So it's a, it's eleven eighteen on the clock in the car. I'm not going to get home for at least another hour, um, and then that will give me about two hours to do things before I need to go and pick the kids up, and then. Emily's got to get ready for her, um, she's dressing up uh, formally for her graduation ceremony tonight. Now, that's graduation from middle school, it's not like a university graduation, but it's a still a big big thing for all the, all the people, because so they're going from year 8 up to year 9 uh, for next year, and they have a little graduation ceremony, uh, which is a bit cute. So getting her ready for that. Now I've got a bunch of things that I want to get done, but I can I I can tell you that having been away for so long, that the majority of those are domestic things. Uh, so maybe this is giving you too much information, and you think, oh, you know, why why are you giving me all this information? Well, uh, the idea of the podcast is to keep it real for you and to give you an insight into how I, uh, you know, organise my life, how I'm energised, how I'm productive, to keep each day. Uh, you know, moving ahead quickly. So the first thing that I've done is set myself up for today with, as I say, mainly domestic type tasks. Why have I done that? So that at 5.30am tomorrow morning, I can hit the ground running and I know that I've got, like, I know my freezer's full already of food, but I won't have any fresh food. So I'll need to get the fresh food um, this afternoon. Um, Really important for me to do uh, some type of workout today, uh, something that engages my glutes and uh, my legs because I've been sitting for so long and my, my glutes are aching a little bit because of the excessive uh, amount of sitting. And then the other thing I was doing on the plane was planning out all the things that I want to do tomorrow. So today it's domestic, largely, like 99%. Tomorrow is all business. Uh, it's all business tomorrow. And uh, I work out again. Um, so I went through and said, okay, yeah, writing out my notes, um, you know, that's going to be done tomorrow for the, the conference, the, the three-star items. Uh, and then I've got um, a, a whole bunch of marketing things to do and some relationship building as well. Okay, so here's the other thing I'm going to do. So JT, he talks about 70% of your time should be uh, used to build relationships. Now, this is one of my weaknesses at the moment. I don't mind telling you that. It's a weakness. Now, I build very strong relationships, but I don't build enough of them fast enough. And uh, full disclosure, I can be an, I would say, an introverted extrovert or an extroverted introvert. Maybe that's an introverted extrovert. I don't know which way you go first. But what I mean by that is... Like at a networking event, I'd be happy not to speak to anyone. Okay, this is the old mindset, uh, but I'm comfortable. I should say I'm com- I'm not happy. I'm comfortable not talking to anyone or picking like one or two people and just having a an intimate chat with them. Uh, but I would run like um, a bullet, a red a red flag, to speak in front of hundreds, millions of people. Now, the introverted introvert is not going to do that. The introvert person doesn't want to speak to on the public stage. They don't want to speak to people. But uh, for me, I love to speak to people on a big stage, you know, have that big, that big influence. I just love that. Uh, but it's a, a real struggle for me to step out and network at these events. I'm getting better at it. Uh, but it's not... Um, it has, certainly hasn't been a strong point for me. So I have to really concentrate to push myself at these types of things. And it can be in, in social settings as well. I mean, you may have heard me talk about the one where I went up to uh, to the Gold Coast and they had a, uh, you know, a get-together after it. And, you know, it got really loud. There was alcohol involved and, and stuff. And it's just not me. And, it, like, so loud. You know when it's so loud that it's really hard to talk and hear? Uh, I, I really don't enjoy those, those environments. I'd rather have something more intimate where you can connect and, and hear what people are saying and, and interact a little bit more. Uh, so I've set time up tomorrow to make sure that I take all the 
the business cards that I took from people yesterday to, to connect with them tomorrow to, uh, via Facebook, email, messenger, whatever, uh, and also the ones that I have uh, that presented on stage uh, to connect with those, that might be one that I hand off to an admin. Um, and uh, who else was there? Oh, any people that have uh, just befriended me over the, the duration, like I'm just getting off the, the plane, I had like 29 different messages and there were um, a bunch of people that have uh, sent friend requests and, and said it was nice to meet you and great catching up and connecting and all that kind of stuff. So I've got to go through those and uh, respond to those as well. Uh, so that's for tomorrow. So that's what I've done now. So then the rest of today is going to be, let's get home. Um, hopefully I've got enough petrol to get home. Yeah, I'm doing about 295 kilometers. Um, so, uh, and then it's the practical stuff. It's unpacking. It's, you know, getting out the suits, hanging up the suits, uh, getting the suits dry clean, you know, doing your washing. Uh, because, you know, when you go away on a big trip like this, um, running a, a little bit low on the essential items, if you know what I mean. Um, so I've got to just take care of the practical things and go to the grocery store and get some some fresh food for the kids for dinner tonight, for me tonight. Um, well, actually, I could, get, I could get through via tonight, actually, because I've got um, frozen veggies in the freezer. I've got all my meals prepared, so that would be okay. I can make up some rice for the kids. Uh, but... Um, so getting just getting some fresh fresh food uh, for my lunch tomorrow and all that kind of stuff, making sure that um, I'm set to hit the ground running tomorrow because one of my priorities today is also to get uh, a really great night's sleep. Uh, I can tell you that the, the things that I've got scheduled, take care of the housework that needs to be done, take care of the, the laundry that needs to be done, Make sure that I get some groceries. Not a lot, I just need to get some. Make sure that I connect with the kids because I've missed them. And um, this is one of the great things about uh, WhatsApp. Uh, I can video them and talk to them even though it's late at night for me and it's not, not for them. And I've been able to talk to them about, oh, it was about three or four times I think while I was away. I couldn't every night just because it was too late. And they like they had things at the times when I was free, uh, but uh, that's uh, that's something I'm looking forward to. Uh, doing a workout is another one, and getting a really great sleep tonight, which I don't think I'll have any problems. But so I didn't take a sleeping tablet on the plane. I didn't feel that I needed to, so I was so tired. And uh, that seemed to work quite well. But I will take one tonight to make sure that I get a better night's sleep. Well, just to guarantee me a, a good solid sleep through. Um, because I've got to be up at... Depending on what time I get to bed tonight, I'll probably be up at 4.20. Or I may allow myself to sleep until uh, to 5 for the next two days. Just so that I can give my body a little... A little 30 minutes or, or 40 minutes extra perhaps to um, recuperate from the travel and so that's how I have set myself up for success because the last thing that I want to do is come back with all this awesome information and you know momentum and enthusiasm from a conference like that and do nothing I mean to be honest I came back from the Richard Branson one and and I was looking through my notes on the plane and I've got some really good things there that I need to action that I haven't actioned yet because I went straight from that uh, to Los Angeles and it's been go, 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 go ever since. And, uh, you know, you, you have to work hard at keeping that momentum going and not just think, wow, that was great and just go on the back of the... I'll ride that y, uh, wave of... Uh, you know, excitement. You have to do. You have to do the things. You have to implement. Uh, because I'm sure I spoke to people this year that haven't done anything from last year. With, I mean, in terms of, you know, the information that they got last year. Um, so, 
don't be that person. If you're listening to this and you're at Mega, then make sure that you you look at your notes and that you take out those key action points and you start implementing because life is too short and you don't want to just get caught up in the fact that you're on stage or you've got you know all these amazing photos with celebrities and stuff but you don't really leverage it to the, the proper extent uh, so and I need to stay true to that too there are so many different things that uh, yeah, I wrote down I've got to make sure that I'm taking the right action as well and one one of the big things that oh, what would I say there, there's, there's so many things that I took away from uh, the, the conference this year I think the thing that stood out for me this year more than last year and I've, I wrote a, a Facebook post on it I'll be last night your time or our time here now. Sorry, I'm dehydrating. I got to get drinking. Was around the uh, success principles that flowed through each and every one of the celebrities about you know not making up excuses, stepping into the fear, being comfortable, feeling uncomfortable, making sure that you uh, you know you never give up. Uh, that you surround yourself with the right people, a good team of people, eliminating the negative influences from your life. And Dr. Phil said that. He said, just get, get them out. Get them out of your life. If they're negative, you need to just move them on because those people are not going to uh, support you. In the, they're not on the same page as you. They don't get it. They don't understand what it is that you're, you're doing. And so... Um, you know, you want to be surrounded and with those people and you want to be that person for other people as well. Uh, so, you know, I love, you know, jumping on the rooftops and, and shouting other people's successes and cheering them on and encouraging them and congratulating them because it's like, just because I'm not there, that doesn't mean to say you shouldn't be celebrating someone else getting there because, you know, even if they're, I don't know, if in your mind you see them as, or perceive them, as being uh, more successful than you, faster than you, getting more money than you, getting more results than you, um, seeming happier than you. I mean, uh, none of that really matters. Like if, if you support somebody that has achieved great things, then they'll also support you. Don't be surprised about that. I mean, I, I went and spoke with uh, Christine Nielsen. Uh, so she's uh, Canadian, and I've seen her over the last 12 months, all the things that she does. And I went up to her and, and said to her, like, I'm, I'm just so impressed with what you've been able to achieve. I did a post on it as well. And I said, you really inspire me. And... I think, you know, when you have people in your life that are like that, you should tell them. Uh, because she, you know, she responds to my posts as well. And you just never know where one thing can, can lead to another in life. And it's not like I'm saying that to say, well, you, you blow smoke up people's, you know, backsides for the sake of doing it in the return of getting something. It's absolutely not like that at all. I do it because it's the right thing to do. You know, by humanity, you wish we do better together. We perform better together. We're stronger together. We get better outcomes together. There is no one person, no one sports person, no business person, no one on this planet that can put their hand on their heart and say, yep, I did it all by myself. Not one person helped me. Uh, it's, if they are saying that, it's not true because every great person has multiple great people behind them multiple great people and uh, most people it's their partners like their um, their wives husbands um, girlfriends boyfriends uh, whatever it is it's it's them that have been such a, a huge part in making someone successful because of the support that they provide uh, and that can come in you know a whole range of different ways uh, but I hear the celebrities that have people in their life talk about their partners and how, how lucky they are to have them in their life. 
Um, so, you know, everybody has a team behind them. Like, I like to, I don't know, Roger Federer, he's my favourite tennis player. So if we just pick him, for instance, he has a, it's not just all talent from him. Yes, he's got the talent, but he's got the right coaches as well. We're talking about a coach for his, like his game, like his skills game. There's a coach for his fitness. There's a coach for his, um, you know, nutrition. There's a coach for his body, like whether that be physio, massage, all that kind of stuff. Um, he'll have a head coach as well, as in like somebody coaching him for his mental strength. That's five coaches just there. And maybe he's got others. Maybe he's got a wealth coach. Um and managers and all that kind of stuff. And then he's got his his wife. And I'm sure when he's on tour and his wife's watching in the crowd, somebody's looking after the kids. So there's someone else there as well. So now we're up to about eight or nine people. Um, so it takes a lot to have somebody to be able to perform at their best all the time. Because you can't do every single aspect of your life yourself and you know, want to grow in the way that you want to. You need that support to give you the freedom to focus on the things that are important to you uh, whilst sharing the experience with everybody else and getting them to play their their role as well. So, um, I just think don't... Uh, well, yeah, I was talking about... I lost my train of thought there. I was... I was talking about that. my takeaways from it. So, you know, they, they were some big takeaways for me. That was common things that were flowing through each of the celebrities. Um, that, that was a huge thing. Uh, I think the other thing I took away was, boy, what a difference 12 months can make. And the connections and the, the meaning behind those connections. And the fact that... Uh, you know, my community, my international, global community is growing. And even though I can see it via Instagram and I can see it... Well, Instagram's funny. It goes up and down like a, a bit of a yo-yo. Uh, some nights it can... Uh, you can swing by, you know, 100, 200, 300, 400, 500 plus people. Either way. It can go either way. Like there was one week there. I don't know... Well, I don't think I made any difference with any of the posts that I was doing. I don't think I did, not consciously anyway. And uh, I think I grew like 1,500, 1,200, 1,500 uh, new followers from one week to the next. And then another week they might drop off. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about Instagram. Facebook's maybe a little bit more reliable. It's a little bit more steady, even though I've got more likes on Instagram. Uh, but I don't know, social media is a whole whole other thing. But it just made me realise that there are people out there watching that you don't realise, you know, are watching and enjoying uh, the content and, you know, being inspired by how much you've grown. Uh, like I spoke to somebody before, just before I left yesterday that said, oh, wow, I'm, you know, you've grown, just been so successful. You've grown so much. You're doing so well. And I thought, wow, that's that's a really nice thing to say. And I thank them for the the compliment um, but I guess well, because I'm inside it I'm always just looking at well, I'm just at the beginning I'm you know I'm, I've got so much further to go and grow uh, but people are seeing how much you have grown and yeah if I stopped and looked back I could see the same that well maybe not in their eyes but I can see wow yeah I've done a lot over this last 12 months I can really, I can really see the change and the confidence uh, that I've gained and I say to people when they say, you know, what impact has JT had on you and your business and the branding and all that kind of stuff? And I say, it's like a snowball. And I said, it might start off the size of a, what it felt like, the size of a hailstone. But as it keeps rolling down the hill, it's gathering more and more snow on it. And it's, the snowball's getting bigger and bigger. And that's where I feel some 12 months later that, you know what, all this stuff is working. Um, it's it is working so uh, you've got to just keep pushing on so um, yeah I think that that was another another big thing uh, from the conference uh, the depth of relationships the importance of uh, continuing to build those relationships uh, was uh, another one I think knowing that 
how many genuine people there are out there. And also how badly people uh, want to get to know you as well. I mean just getting to you know, network for the sake of networking to see what can become of this. Uh, so I think I did a lot better this year uh, than last year in terms of the networking. Felt more confident. And uh, I think you go into each day when you're at a conference like that, it's like, okay, so I've got to network with at least 10 people or more. And when you're at home, you tend to just crawl back into your box. So what I'm going to pick up on that change is to say, okay, well, how do I continue to network with, um, you know, good quality people every single day? And now that I'm, I'm connecting with more people on Facebook and LinkedIn, I think this just means I've got to step up more and make more phone calls uh, to people and, you know, connect on a deeper level with people rather than a superficial level. And I think that has really come home to me. Uh, You know, making sure that we deliver a high-quality product to our clients here. And uh, it has made me realise that you know, these other programs that I've got, um, online programs and other coaching programs that I'm planning to launch globally, uh, the chances are they're going to be more successful globally than they are in my own country. And that's okay. That's okay. I mean, the rest of the world is a bigger market than my own backyard. Uh, But it has made me realise that uh, I have a lot of potential clients out there that live more than a 15 kilometer radius from where I live and I say 15 kilometers because that's generally how far away it is that people are living that come to uh, do one-on-one personal training with me or the the group training Uh, so there's only so much you can trade your time and if I want to help people around the globe then I've got to be able to leverage that and I think that's given me a little bit more fire in the belly to do that and then of course the next thing is to not just get caught up in chasing shiny objects because it's so, so simple to get caught up in all that and say, okay, I'm going to do this and then I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And um, it's going to not necessarily take you where it is that you you want to get to. Um, So this is one of the things that I have been used to doing and I need to make sure that, <clears throat> pardon me, that I stay focused, just like getting the book done. So now that things are settling a little bit more, I've got two main priorities, I guess. One is to, I want to make sure I finish the online program. Unfortunately, I was unable to catch up with Jeff uh, over in LA. I don't know him. We just couldn't make it happen. Uh, he said it was free Tuesday. And I thought, well, I'm flying home. Uh, so we, I'm going to send him an email uh, tomorrow with all the key points I wanted to talk to him about so he's got some time to think about it, and then we'll connect to start talking about that because that's about marketing the book, talking about some, some ideas there um, to get that working. And then I want to do my online program, finish that off, finish that workbook off and then I've got the, an online coaching program that I'm, I want to get launched as well. So I really see these next six weeks as being super crucial for me uh, to get a bunch of things done. So as we hit basically February, we've got a whole bunch of different things happening, but not just local. I need to be you know, getting things happening around the globe. That's, that's what I'm excited about. Uh, so yeah, getting back into it. So today is kind of a Let's just try to get over the jet lag, do the things that need to be done to set myself up for success for these next few days because I've got some big days coming up. So tomorrow's a big day. Friday's a big day. Saturday uh, is a big day, a big half day for a morning of work. But then it's off into the city again for uh, cheerleading national titles. Sunday, into the city again for cheerleading national titles. Monday into the city again for um, cheerleading uh, well it's a national event it's like the best of the best event 
on uh, Monday. And that doesn't finish until 7.20pm on Monday night in the city, which then with photos and all that kind of stuff, we probably won't be home till 10 o'clock, I'll be guessing. Uh, so, you know, it's a very unrelenting day. Lots of travel, lots of sitting around and, uh, you know, some late late nights in there as well. So it's going to be a while before I can recover. And we're into December. We'll be into December. And, uh, you know, then there's a bunch of school things and, and so forth. So just staying focused, staying momentum. We've got our eight-week challenge, which I think we're supposed to uh, finish this week, but we're going to finish it up on Monday, Tuesday next week. Uh, so I'm um, excited about seeing the results of some good people through there. And, uh, yeah, just think, look, it's good to be back home. It's a beautiful day. It's going to be top of 25 today. I think it's currently, it's, the car says it's 20. Um, it's, it's beautiful out there. I was, um, I was heading into some cooler weather in California. And uh, it's not going to be super warm here, but um, at least it's sunny today. So it's home time. Um, I'll be pleased to get a good shower and get refreshed and get back into the normal routine. So if you're listening to this and you're at Mega, make sure, key takeaways, make sure that you keep your momentum going. Make sure that you reach out and connect with everybody that you connected with over the last six days. Make sure that you, you message them, that you're, you're connected, that you, you know, you've gone through to say, okay, who are the four or five people that you really want to do business or something special with? And action those, if you haven't already, uh, over this next 24, 48 hours. Okay. Oh. Because that's what I'll be doing. Uh, make sure that you've gone through your notes and you've, and you've got those key action points that you need to be implementing over, again, this next 24, 48 hours. So you're scheduling all these things into your calendar. And just make sure you take care of your body. Uh, you know, you, if I just went home and I sat down, for instance, and just started working, I can tell you right now, I am not going to be, I'll probably be 50% productive because I'm tired. Uh, I know that there's a heap of things to be done and I've been sitting for so long that I need to change. My, our bodies are meant to move, so I need to get out and move. Make sure that you start eating your healthy food again. If you've been away for a bit, you can easily fall into these traps of, um, you know, if you're not used to eating your, well, let's just say you were eating healthy food, you've gone to make a success and you haven't, you've gone off your plan a little bit, and you're eating a lot of breaded products and that kind of stuff, then you can ke- keep on continuing that. So, oh, well, I'll get back on next week. I'll just get some takeaway, et cetera, et cetera, if I'm too tired. Then don't fall into that trap. You know, take, take ownership of it. Get back onto your healthy program as soon as possible. Make sure that you're getting off the plane, you're drinking lots of water, you're staying hydrated, you're walking lots, you're exercising uh, sufficiently back to your normal, uh, your normal level. Do some strength training as well so that you can start to get that good feeling back through your, um, through your legs, through your glutes like I do, through your back. And just starting to feel good and empowered about what it is that you're doing for your body. And uh, don't just get caught up into, into the the day-to-day running of your business because a lot of the stuff that we covered at Mega Success was not to do with the day-to-day. If anything, it was about create a stop doing list and a start doing list and uh, implement those things, hand things off to your admin. Uh, If you're saying, well, I don't have an admin, then uh, I would say go to uh, Upwork, for instance. So there's others like it, like Fiverr and um, yeah, I haven't had great success on Fiverr. Fiverr Upwork has worked well. There's other ones out there as well. And look at how can you get that admin support to really help you, you know, grow your business or, uh, you know, ease your load of what it is that you're, you're doing. Uh, here's a good example. If you think, well, I don't really run a business, but there's some things I need to get done. Well, when a dad was uh, being put in the home, I went through and did an audit of his credit card statement because he was donating about five, over $5,000 a year to different charities that had just, that's a shame, but they'd hooked into him for different things and signed him up for direct debits and that kind of stuff. Now, I hired a trusted um, VA support 
to go through and uh, identify where all these organisations were. And well, actually, I went through and identified the organisations first. And there was about 14, I think. And I thought, you know what? On average, if you said that it was going to take between 10 to 10 minutes, 15 minutes to half an hour to do these things, because you think, you know, you've got to you've got to call up, you've got to wait in the queue, you've got to explain it, you've got to present, you know, email, etc., etc., um, death certificates and, um, you know, letters from doctors to say that, yeah, I was power of attorney and all that kind of, kind of thing, not death certificates at that stage. Um, I thought, you know what, this, this could take me, per transaction, it could take me an hour. If you accumulate it all the time from, you know, phone call wait time, multiple phone calls, um, scanning, emailing, responding to emails, etc., etc. So I hired that trusted VA to manage that whole process for me. And it, it completely took a, a huge chunk off my mindset to say, um, you know, this is, this is just all wrong and these people have done the wrong thing. Uh, and worrying about how much time it was going to take me to get them through, all, all done. I just handed it off to somebody. She did it in a couple of days. And I thought, you know what, that was money well spent. So maybe you've got tasks that you can just hand off immediately to someone. That would be my, my uh, tip in that regard. And just make sure you get back into a normal sleep pattern. Don't stay up at crazy hours. Uh, try and get back into your normal sleep rhythm. And um, you will find you'll be super, super productive. Uh, so... That's the way that I manage myself and that's how success and this momentum of success, this snowball I was talking about, can just keep going and going and going. All right, so you, sorry, this was a bit longer. I got carried away on the freeway. I've got about another half hour before I get home. You have a great day. If you are listening to this and I met you over there, um, I miss you already. Um, I miss the event. I miss the momentum of... Uh, the energy of being in that room every day, uh, you know, listening to uh, awesome people, great content. Thank you so much for coming along this year. If I met you, then thank you for introducing yourself. If I didn't introduce myself to you, um, I've enjoyed connecting with you. Uh, I know I've made some really solid friendships uh, whilst I was there, and I'm already looking forward to. Uh, catching up with all of you and more next year and just connecting in the coming hours, days and weeks ahead so that we can do some great things because I met some incredible people. Uh, So thank you uh, from the bottom of my heart. Um, I do miss you already and I can't wait till next year. And yeah, that's super exciting. I will tell you one more thing. just made me think about it. So I went, I was checking out of the motel yesterday and I thought, you know what, this is a fantastic motel. This is where I'm going to bring the kids back to stay at Disneyland, all booked out. Um, I was having a look at a few others uh, this morning while I was in the queue for the suitcases and stuff. And all the, I stayed at the Hyatt Regency. All the Hyatts in that region booked out. I'm like, really, over 12 months in advance? Do people book their Christmas vacation time that far in advance there? Apparently they do. So I've got a job for uh, my travel agent uh, to um, see if she can find some accommodation for me. All right, that's me out. Miss you. See you soon. Bye.